What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Zach and Pat Show. I'm Zach. I'm Pat. This is a show about fatherhood, manhood, entrepreneurship, and the mentality it takes to be successful at those things. And I'm sure we'll mix in some helpful real estate advice every now and again. Man, life can be tough, and we can go through some stuff and struggle at times. So if you're someone out there going through some one of these things that we're talking about, this is the show for you. Perfect. A bit better? That was perfect. All right. All right. I'm working yeah. on it. I'm working on it. It's was, working progress. That was, that was great. That was perfect. <laughs> Well, anyway, buddy, how how are you doing? How's uh, what's been going on? I know you've been hey. working your ass off yeah. at the gym. I'm proud of yeah. you. Yeah, Pat joined uh, the CrossFit gym that I that I that I uh, belong to, and we had Rachel, the owner, on a couple episodes ago, and you know she twisted his arm enough to to get him to join. So and then kicked my ass in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's no, pretty- it's it's awesome. I, like I said, it was those preconceived notions that you have. That's not what it is. Um. And so, yeah, she ran me through the fundamentals. Um, so a lot of the stuff, having played baseball and done powerlifting and things like that, I already had some of the fundamentals done. So it made it a little bit easier and quicker to work through some of the stuff. But, you know, once we started getting into some of the gymnastics side of things, um, I mean, we spent the day hanging from a pull-up bar and my my lats and my grip. and oh, oh. Dude, you're a, you're a big dude. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. something that I've, I've you know, that, that stuff will just naturally come easier oh, yeah. to me than it does to you just because I'm right. 100, literally a hundred pounds lighter than right. you. So like if I go put a hundred pound backpack on and try to do some pull-ups or some toes to bar or some muscle ups or something like I yeah. am not going to be able to do it. So yeah. like, yeah, but, I, like, but yeah, it was, I mean, it was great. I, you know, we got, got, you know, to the, the kipping, like not full pull-ups, but doing the swings and mm-hmm. getting that movement down and, you know, l- learning the, correct adjustments with the body and how they it needs to be positioned for it to be effective. Um, and then, uh, once we started, like I've done snatches, but with barbells, a lot of the stuff that I did, especially for baseball, it was more dumbbell stuff than barbell stuff just because of range of motion and things like that. So learning barbell snatches and like with front squats, it was all dumbbells just because of the wrist and the strain and stuff like that. So, Mm -hmm you know, learning the techniques. I mean, it was great. I, I'm excited. Dude, it's, it's awesome. I love it there. It's just, uh, man, you're just guaranteed to go in there and get a fucking hard workout every single time. Like today, I mean, even driving to the gym before I got there. So I got the, I did the nine o'clock class and Pat was showing up for his, his last, uh, last session with the coach there at about 10 30. So I was just kind of wrapping up and sitting around bullshitting. And, uh, you know, the workout we did this morning, it was brutal you know i'm like <laughs> like thinking about it all morning like kind of like fuck i had to go do this like i gotta go do all these thrusters and chest to bar pull-ups and like oh, yeah just, but once you complete it you feel like you can oh, complete dude, when anything. i was done you know i'm like oh fucking thank god yeah. and like now i'm like and no matter what i do for the rest of the day right. nothing was going to be harder than that yeah. so well and that's the thing too with these fundamentals is like you know we were going through learning the basic movements but then she throws a workout there at the end and yeah. it's like with the fundamentals that we just practiced today wasn't so bad. Like I said, I, you know, being smart about it, staying really low weight to get used to the movements and then increasing the weight as I go. But like yesterday, I mean, there's with gymnastics, there's no quick decreasing or increasing weight. Cause it's all body weight. Well, and I'm just big. Yeah, the only thing you could do is like add bands. Yeah. And stuff. So yeah. like, so we did assisted strict pull-ups with, you know, the bands. The band, yeah. Um, so that, you know, that helps, but still, still hard. 
still hard. And so you mix in shuttles and yeah. Uh, so did wall walks. That was fun. Yeah. Wall that, walks. That was the first one. That was the first, first time, time I done those. Yeah. But I didn't, those was, aren't that bad. No, that wasn't too bad, but you start, yeah. you know, you, you add that and then maybe doing some overhead presses or oh, some yeah. other shit. Like then they start to get oh, like, yeah. fucking tough. So that was the thing like with baseball, you know, again, range of motion. Like we didn't really do overhead stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, sense. really the, I mean, we did some, push presses but again with barbells mm-hmm. or dumbbells and then um anything and it was all light lighter weight because you want to have you know flexibility but stuff strengthening like your shoulders and, and shit too right you know, like and so but like we would do shoulder workouts and just you know y's and t's and things like that but it was all like the most i think we would ever do is five pounds and so that was really the like only really wise is coming up over your head right. and it was five pounds and then also today realizing how inflexible I am compared to where I was when I was playing. I was like, Oh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> Work in progress, bro. But I like know. here, here's the thing. I know, I'm you're, you're getting in there and you're you're you know, you're here where where you're at now and where you're gonna be six months from now, you're like gonna be a completely different person. Which is it's gonna be awesome to see. I know yeah. it seems like a long road now, but like once you get in there but and it's just that's the thing with it is you know I, everything we do is a process hundred percent. like and that's the thing it's the process of getting there the end result's gonna i I know what the end result's gonna be it's the process that comes with it that you gotta fall in love with Mm -hmm. just i think we've we've talked about that on almost every episode is the process just fall in love with just doing it right going into the gym doing the doing the shit every single day like i mean you just fall in love with it you fall in love with the process you love fall in love with hanging out with all the people and just showing up and just not thinking about you know, just thinking about where you were before and where you're at now and just like the steps forward that you're right. taking. And, and, you know, I just try not to focus on, you know, it's hard sometimes, but, you know, especially I'm sure it's hard for you being where, where you were, you know, when you were playing right. all the time and, you know, in better shape or whatever, yeah. you know, and then like seeing where you're at now, you know, it's just, it's tough. I can right. imagine how that and, and, really hard. And it, that was my own doing. Like when I got done with baseball, I mean, I played baseball until I was 27 at 27. And I started when I was eight. So that was my, yeah. And being told when to lift, how to lift, where to lift, like all that stuff. When I got done playing baseball, I'm just like, I was so burnt out. I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to take some time off. And (laughs) from, I remember because I, I still went to spring training in 2015 when before I like I ramped up in this and it really was like May of 15 that I really got full full all out mortgages but I went to spring training uh in in 15 and I went in I was in decent shape I I wasn't in like the best shape that I was when I normally played I, I my career was heading out and on the way out and I really didn't want to play but it was part of a tra- I was part of a trade to a, a local team here and so I was like, all right, I, I got to go to spring training and getting into spring training. Like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to show up. But I wasn't in like I wasn't in the great shape. My arm wasn't where it normally was heading into spring training. And my body definitely wasn't. Normally I go into spring training. I was going into spring training about 215, 220. And I was more 225, 230 at that point. And, and I just remember being done and then not doing anything and doing this full-time mortgages. And I went in to meet with my primary care in December. And I went from being like 225 to like 260 and a span from May to December. 
<laughs> yeah. No, no. Like, but that's the thing is like, I was still used to eating what I was eating, yeah, you just but I just cut out any physical training. Exercise, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, unfortunately I did, I, I put it off for seven years, seven years. I got fat as fuck. Dude. I, it was bad. It was bad. Change so now, yeah, you're going to get, I mean, Luck- I feel like you cannot, I mean, I mean, that's not true, but I mean, I'm sure you I feel like it's very difficult to do consistently do these like difficult CrossFit workouts and not get in great shape. Oh, I, I mean, like, I feel like unless you are, you got to be like really ap- fucking up your diet right. to really be right. You know, to, to like continue to gain weight or, right. or like even like maintain. I feel like I, whenever I'm doing them ever, ever since I, cause I've been doing CrossFit for, I guess started, I started in 21 and like September. Yeah. And, but I mean, I was doing like these like style of workouts for probably like six months to a year before right. I actually joined the gym. Because there was like a group of us at jujitsu. One of the girls, she's a she's one of the coaches at CrossFit Achieve. She's a black belt in jujitsu. Oh wow. Fucking nightmare. Amanda Clifton. Yeah, Amanda. She's fucking she's a she's very, very good. I always tell the story like it, honestly, she's like one of the reasons I probably got hooked to jujitsu the way I did is uh I was this was back when I was still working at the barbecue place and one of my employees there, uh you know, he, he was like real into MMA and told me he was going to try a jiu-jitsu class. And I was like, dude, I've always wanted to do that, like wrestling and stuff mm-hmm. like growing up. Like that's always, I've always thought that'd be right in my alley. Obviously I was big Joe Rogan listener, like right. talks about it constantly on there. So I eventually went in, I went, me and him went in and did like a trial class and this gym compared to the gym that I go to now, like the gym that I go to now, they kind of, you know, they, they put you in like the rookie class mm-hmm. where you're kind of with all the other beginners. And that's the, actually the class I teach now. Um, but at this gym, Man, they just fucking three to the wolves your first day. You oh, know, wow. like you're just you're in there with everybody. You can mm-hmm. be in there with a dude that's been doing it ten years and it's your first day. This is jujitsu, not CrossFit. This yeah, jujitsu. And uh and so, you know, I remember I remember the very first day they showed an arm bar from Mount from S Mount and uh, you know, we drilled it for fifteen, twenty minutes and then all right, everybody line up. We're gonna do three minute rounds, you know, grab a new partner every round. All right. So, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. I know I just like tap when it hurts, you know, right. <laughs> like that's about all the, all, all I knew. But, um, Amanda getting back to her, she was training at this gym and she was a purple belt at the time. She's a black belt now. And I remember, you know, like, Oh, I'll go with her. You know, I don't, I didn't know any better. Like, sure. I'll, you know, I'll go with you. And she just fucked me up for a <laughs> solid three minutes. She probably tapped me like five or six times in, 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 in a three minute round. Mm-hmm. And I, I, after it, I was like, Holy shit, like, man, if this, like, 135, 140-pound girl can th- ragdoll me and throw me around the mat, mm. like, I need to learn how to do Like, it was right. so eye-opening. Like, I was not, like, I was not, like, pissed off or anything. I was just, like, I was amazed. I yeah. was, like, holy shit. She just, like, effort, like, barely even breaking a sweat. Just yeah. armbar, triangle. She's <laughs> on my back, choking me out. Like, she just, just sweeping me left yeah. and right. Like, I'm, like, could call you, call out what she was going to do before she did it. I mean, she could have for sure. I wouldn't have known what it was, but yeah, I mean, and then after that, I remember I literally got in the, I went and got in a car that night and I called Gina and I was like, <laughs> babe, we're spending money. No, I was like, no, I, I literally, this is my exact words for, I'll never forget this. I go, Gina, this is what I do now. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm coming back tomorrow. I'm, this is what I do now. And I want to like, do this to someone else. <laughs> no, I'm like, I, I, but I was like, I'm, this is, I'm committing to this. Like I'm yeah. going to get my blood. Like I was like, I'm going to keep training jujitsu. I fucking love that so much. That, yeah. That's like, 
it was like super, it was like a big eye-opening experience because like I had, like I felt like something in my life, ever since I left wrestling, wrestling was the only sport I was ever any good at. Yeah. I was not good at any, I always say I suck at ball sports. Like mm-hmm. I am not fucking coordinated. Like I'm sure I can throw a baseball. I can, you know, I played a little bit of soccer, awful at basketball. I was a decent hockey player, but I was never like, I'm not, and I'm not going to say I'm exceptional at grappling, but I'm, I'm better at that than I've ever been at any other sport. sport. And, uh, and so like ever since I left wrestling and stopped wrestling, you know, from the time I was 18 to 25, when I found jujitsu, I, uh, I, you know, I just felt like I, there was never anything that I was particularly good at or like mm-hmm. something that I really fucking was passionate about. Right. I mean, cause I mean, I lifted weights, but it's like hard to, I don't know. I wasn't going to do bodybuilding or anything like that. It's just like not, you're not working for something. But when right. I found jujitsu, I was like, fuck, this is it. This is what I'm doing. And, uh, I just remember calling her that night and be like, babe, this is what I do now. That's awesome. Like, I don't know if she remembers that, but I remember that phone call. <laughs> um, but forgot even where I was at. Oh, oh yeah, because I started doing these CrossFit workouts, and Amanda, this uh, the purple belt, who I was saying, who threw me around like a rag doll. She's one of the coaches at CrossFit. She's been doing CrossFit for like ten years, and uh, she would her and the coach would put put on these like CrossFit style workouts on Saturday mornings before the jujitsu class. Oh boy! So you showed up there an get hour early and, and did these like yeah, kicked. we'd be out in the fucking parking lot like doing shit or, or we'd meet at like a field and mm-hmm. like do, you know, they put some for some sort of awful workout in. And, uh, but anyway, that I think I really, I enjoyed it. And I think I, I felt good. I felt nice to be invited to that. Cause I was like, Oh, you know, I felt like I'm part of the cool kids crew. Like all, right. the, all the, all the people that are really good at jujitsu are doing this workout. Okay. You know, all the, all the best people are right. going, showing up to these for this extra work. So I was like, I'll show up to that and do that too. Anyway, I made a lot of friends there, but anyway, that was where I started doing the kind of CrossFit style workouts. And then, Several months later, eventually joined Rachel's gym when she opened it up. Yeah. I met her when uh, she was dating someone else that I was showing houses to, and that's actually how I met Rachel. And uh, and then I ended up, you know, hanging out and talking with Rachel almost as more than I did my client. Hmm. And because uh, you know, Rachel would show up to all the other showings, and, and it was just, and we just kind of formed a friendship from that. And then she opened the gym, and I just was like, yeah, come check in. it out, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, man, I'm pumped that you're I'm at excited. the gym. Yeah, so. Fucking pumped. You know, we've been talking about wins and losses, but that's yeah. def- definitely a win for win, me. Yeah, let's get into our, um, you know, we're going to do kind of this wins and losses little segment, I think, every week. And I think it'd be something to hold us accountable and, you know, and I think it's going to. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, so win, getting in, getting my fundamentals done so I can. Yeah. Like I said I wanted to knock that shit out as quick as I could so I could get, going to class. get going with it. So, yeah, we knocked out the fundamentals in a week. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, so just stick with that. And then another win business has been great. Um, in turn contracts again, still slow, just not a lot of inventory out there, but I mean, shoot, I, week last week was like 10 pre-approvals this week has been another like seven. So they're rolling, they're coming yeah. in. It's just now fine in the house. Yeah. So, so yeah, so those are the wins, uh, loss, um, you know, with, Time management, again, still, you know, with how busy it's been, my time management has not sitting on the work side. It's been fine. Like I, my day is structured great to accommodate my work stuff, but like the personal side of things, like, again, things get a little messy at the house and trying to develop, you know, part of the book club stuff that we were talking about with the the atomic habits is getting back into that routine of staying on top of certain things. but. You know, laundry's piling up. Got to get those done. Two little kids every yeah. every couple of days, and um, you know, so 
yeah, I mean, and, and then when I'm with the kids, like the last thing I want to do is take time away to clean do laundry. Right. <laughs> and I, I want to be present with them. So, yeah, so I need to get do better with my personal time management. Got the work stuff down. Now it's just get better with personal time management. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. Um, so my wins and losses for the week, um, you know, I've been, been making sure I take notes of stuff. Um, I've had quite a few buy. Well, I got what, two buyers under contract this past week and two listings. And I just got an offer on another one this morning. So maybe three listings under contract. So it's been a, been a great week That's for awesome. me um, with the, with business. We closed on that flip last week. Um, got the boys over there rolling. Um, so that's been awesome. Uh, picked out the kitchen yesterday. Got all that ordered. Um, you know, so that should be the fun stuff. Weeks. Yeah, I'm spending lots of money. <laughs> um, you know, so I'm really excited about that. You know, we've made a couple changes because I think I mentioned we were originally going to buy this house as a rental, mm-hmm. and now we're just going to flip it. Yeah. Um, so kind of changing our game plan there. Okay. So I was like, there was some stuff that I wasn't going to do if we're going to keep it as a rental, but like, right if we're going to flip it and get the most money for it, like we should definitely do that. You right. know, like buyer's going to want that to be done. Right. Um, you know, little stuff like that. So that's been, that's been fun. I, I'm really enjoying this process of, you know, designing and flipping a house and not being the one there, like doing all the work. It's been fun. Just, just basically my responsibility has just been like buying and ordering everything and just kind of showing up and making sure everything's moving along. Yeah. Um, but you know, we're really on the weekend, so it's not like it's been, Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't been over there every day like, right. cracking the whip or anything. I've stopped by twice. Yo, what's going on? How, yeah, how are you? How's it looking? At? Yeah. How's it looking? Oh, cool. You guys made a lot of progress since I was here two, three days ago. Awesome. Right. Great. See ya. Yeah. Um, so that's been good. Um, another win was that I was really, really pumped about. Uh, this is more on like the fitness side of things, but my, I got a couple muscle ups the other day. There you go. That's been a, uh, that's been a, something I've been really, really working on and trying. Well, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say I've been working on it because I really haven't been as much as I should be, but you know, it's something I've been always wanted to do. And I'm now I'm continuing to work. And now that I've got that, now that I can do a couple, I'm like wanting to get better at them so that I can actually like do them in a workout. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's been really cool. Um, that was like a huge milestone to be able to do some muscle ups. Um, so that was, those are my big wins this week. My losses. Um, well, uh, (laughs) the one that I, I have here is, it was more on like a personal side of things, but uh, Cooper had uh, my dog. I've got a 80 pound German Shepherd. And uh, the other day, he, we're pretty sure he released his anal glands all mm. over our couch. Huh. So, for those of you that don't know, I learned all about anal glands and, and what those entail. But uh, apparently, dogs have anal glands in their butthole that like, has this fluid in it that they like normally excrete whenever they shit. But, and sometimes apparently whenever a dog is like scared or, or just randomly, it'll, they'll like release it. And I guess he was on the couch, you know, I guess another way they release it is you see dogs like scoot their butts on the ground. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they're doing there. Um, oh. That's what they're trying to like get the anal. Uh, uh, that was just like an itch they couldn't scratch. No, they're like trying to, <laughs> I guess they're trying to release that their anal glands. That's, uh, supposedly, that's what I was told. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I guess he got scared or I don't know what happened. But anyway, we walked into the uh, living room the other day and it just fucking smelled so oh, bad. Man. Like our whole, our whole downstairs of our house. I mean, you guys came a couple days later and mm-hmm. I was like, does this stink in here? And <laughs> mm. <laughs> but anyway, he had this like big ass stain on the couch about this big. 
And I, I mean, the couch cushion just smelled. I mean, we, we were trying to figure out what the smell was, and then we saw the stain. We're like, oh, that's 100% what it is. And then, you know, we took that couch cushion down to the basement for a few days and spent, took us like two or three days to clean it. But then we were like, all right, well, we should probably like take him to the doctor and make sure that there's like not more in there or like everything's okay. So anyway, I took him to the vet and, you know, the doc, you know, me and the nurse basically had to hold Cooper's head and they put a muzzle on him and everything. Cause like, you mm-hmm. know, they basically, the doctor has to stick his finger in his ass and, uh, and release the anal glands. And, uh, so that's what he did. And apparently they were still very full. I'm glad we ended up going in there to do it, but I guess when it's all said and done, I paid about $86 to get my dog's asshole fingered. So <laughs> that's where we're at there. Um, so that was my big loss for the week. I'm going to have um, to mute that for YouTube. Really? <laughs> I'm kidding. I hope not. because <laughs> it's kind of, it sounds really suggestive and I was like, God, you might get flagged for that. Uh, yeah, fuck it. Listen to the episode. And yeah. You get flagged. Context. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so that was my, my big loss and then i thought i had one more more business related um maybe not no i mean if i think of it all i'll i didn't write it down that's the problem yeah um but yeah those are those my wins and losses for this week so you know could be worse i guess than having to spend sounds like a good week though it's a pretty good week yeah can't can't complain too much um so yeah things have been things have been going good good so um i know we had uh some other shit we wanted to talk about here um, there's this article, um, on Yahoo news, um, from it, who wrote it, but, uh, it's about the, uh, guy, Kevin O'Leary. He's, uh, one of the people on the shark tank. Um, he says that the number one trait, uh, one, there's, there's one common trait shared by all great investors, entrepreneurs, and managers, and it has nothing to do with business habit. Um, but moral of the article is like it was people that have like a hobby or something that they do outside of work that they really like and i think that that's pretty true when i look at you know i mean it's something i'm obviously we just just talked about 20 minutes talking about it probably but i uh i mean obviously i like jujitsu and crossfit the two hobbies that i have that are you know pretty intense that i whenever i'm doing them i really can't think about work too much right. you know it's it's very very difficult and if i if i do i'm something probably bad is happening to me if i'm thinking about right. a real estate deal while someone's on top of me trying to choke me right <laughs> yeah. yeah and for me it's it's hockey i play twice a week yeah um and then working out yeah. so um you know I, before before going doing crossfit i was at uh d1 which was a place in in man uh, in manchester baldwin um so yeah so doing that a couple times a week playing hockey a couple times a week but something to take your mind off of the grind of business um it allows you to allows you to just honestly i think one putting yourself through tough things and doing tough things outside of work helps you do tough things in work 100 you know so um it was you know doing a tough workout is going to mentally, you know, one, your body's going to be worn out and destroyed, but mentally, you know, you've just finished something really tough. Now you can translate that into, all right, I can do t- something tough elsewhere. And that's usually business. I mean, our jobs, it's not like physically, it's not physically demanding, but I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff that we have to do. It's very mental. It can be very mentally draining. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. And it's, and I was thinking about this earlier today, you know, I had to make a couple 
you know, more difficult phone calls this morning. And it's like, man, this is the worst, this is the worst thing about my job. Right. Like, I had it. It could have it a lot worse. Oh, absolutely. You know, I got to call me bad news, you know, right. <laughs> like we got, this is, you know, we got to figure out a way to deal with this right. or, you know, or this deal is going to fall apart you right. know, kind of thing. And it's like, they're uncomfortable conversations, but they're, they're conversations that obviously we need to have. And, mm-hmm. and I think the more that you, at least for me, man, it, where I really struggle with them is when, I delay things and put them off. Right. And like, then they're just fucking looming over my head. Mm-hmm. And like, it's like, like it was the other day, I think it was before we recorded a podcast or two ago. Like I had to have this, I had to like have this conversation or like let this guy know what was going on. And I was like dreading it. Like probably for like the whole night before I was thinking about sending him the message. And then and I was like, I kept revising it and thinking about it. And I was like, Fuck. and then I was like, all right, I just need to call him and have mm-hmm. this conversation and get this over with. Cause otherwise, I'm going to fucking be thinking about it and wish yeah. I would have had it. And yeah. So I just think pulling the trigger on shit like that and just actually making the move is what, I mean, makes me always feel better. Yeah. It's one of the, you, you have to just do it right then and there. Um, you know, one of the things on our side, really late, we saw it a lot in 20 and 21, but appraisals like that was the big mm. thing. Yeah, dude, I haven't had an issue with that in a while. No, no. It, it could change. It could change here quick with uh, with some of these offers I've been seeing, and appraisal Coming back, gaps. Bro. Oh man, that's that that whole thing where we were talking like maybe March or April. Now nah, shit's here now. Here, bro. Yeah, yeah, it's here. I mean, I uh, which is thankfully for us working on this flip, I'm pumped. You know, because like we're anticipating a certain ARV, and like if I mean that's what I want to list it at. Right. And so like, man, if we get anything more than that, hell yeah. Right. And you know, by the like, time you're done, it you're goes gonna... for 15, 20 grand over that. I'm right. stoked. And you're going to be directly hitting... money in my pocket. Right. And you're going to be hitting it right as, as the spring market's picking yeah. up. It's so gonna, like we're thinking like second, third week in March, probably. Yeah. So perfect. Yeah. And you know, but, and, but delivering that news, like, Hey, get a praise, you know, today's day and age, you're not pre-approved. Like you, very rarely are you going to see somebody that you pre-approved get denied. Unless they, unless they do something really stupid, like well, like in the middle of the transaction, or something? yeah, yeah, you know, it very rarely, you know, you you should do enough due diligence up front to, when you're pre-approving somebody that once they get a contract, it should be easy at that point. Yeah. Um. Now, while we're on that topic, yeah, Gina's talked to me several times about bringing this up yeah. because when we were going to buy our house, I did exactly what Pat just told you not to do, and I bought a car, <laughs> but. But, but I talked to our lender first. I yes. talked to Frank first and, uh, he said it was okay. Yes. Um, but don't do that. Don't, no. if you're under contract to buy a house, no big major purchases, um, open well, any lines of credit unless you consult, talk to, consult your lender. Consult your lender. Yeah. Consult um, your lender. Well, so what we ended up doing was we just took me off the loan and Gina just bought it all in her name. But like I needed to buy a car and. Right. And that was, I had a good deal. I well, it was the truck that I have now still, right. you know, and, uh. It was a good deal, and I didn't want to pass it up. And uh, yeah, but anyway, she said like three or four times now. She's like, "You should have brought that up. You should. That'd be a good thing to bring right. up." There you go, honey. I brought it up. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, don't do. Yeah, that. don't do don't that. Don't do that. The perfect example of what not to do. Yeah. So do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. So exactly. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, and that's the thing is like, I'm, you're never having to call somebody with bad news. Like, hey, your loan's getting denied. Like, I've never had to make that call. Like, but. If I pre-approve you, you get under contract, you're going to close. Right. Unless something crazy happens um, where you're out, out of what I already have proof. Like, you'll see people trying, like, wanting to change jobs. I'm like, no. 
No, no, no. Change I, jobs after we close. Yeah, you can do that afterwards. I don't care what you do after we after you close on this house. But I mean, I obviously I'm like, if this is a must have opportunity, you can like again call me because if it's in the same line of work, you're making more money. Okay, that's fine because I've had it happen. I've had people change jobs in the middle of the transaction because it was a lifetime opportunity, once in a lifetime opportunity, and it jived with what they were doing, but they were gonna make way more money. I'm like, yeah, go for it. I was like, there's some income related programs that we have that if that screwed it up, but having that conversation sure. with them, you know. Yeah, you can you can take the new job, but, you know, you're going to lose this grant or yes, whatever. Yeah. exactly. And, but at that point, though, like, I'm like, the amount of money you're going to make on this new job, that's not going to matter anyway. So, right. yeah, so it's those tough conversations you have to have right away. Just. 100%. To get it done, and and that's the thing is we build it up in our heads. It's never as bad. It's as we never think. as bad as it's never. Be. I can't tell you how many times I've like thought that like I've dreaded making this call, and then I get off, and I'm like, oh, that wasn't that bad at all. Right. Like he was totally cool with it. Right. Like, <laughs> I thought I'd be, you know, you know, setting his house on fire, and now, oh, it's it's not that bad. Part of it is also our ego, at least in my estimation, which is that thing you think is going to be so bad. It's because the onus is on you to bring up something to someone, but. It is often how you say, not what you say, that really matters. And I mean, as far as you two go, I mean, level-headed, genuine, down to earth. I would, I would definitely think it's one of those things. It's like I don't want to do this because I feel like I'll be viewed badly. But at least in dealing with both of you as much as I do, obviously you've sold me a house, and we've spent a lot of time together throughout the beginning of the year. It's like I think, as far as having hard conversations, you two would be the people I'd want to have them most. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah. I, uh, oh yeah, there's a, you know, Ricky Carruth, he's a agent on, you know, on social media. He's a big agent in Alabama with EXP. Um, I'm just like a huge, and honestly, I think my, my, a lot of my business philosophy or like kind of how I've run my business or how I kind of like deal with clients is really based on a lot of stuff that he's, he's kind of like talks about and preaches about. And it's really like talking to your client and making your clients, your friends, talking to them. Mm-hmm. Like he says, like, Cause I, I, you know, like he, his, a lot of his things is like, he does a lot of like circle prospecting and calling neighborhoods and stuff. And he's like, talk to him. Like you talk to your mom, you know, like you wouldn't be salesy with your mom. You know, you'd be friendly with your mom, yeah. call, you know, like talk to him. Like you talk to your friend, your yeah. best friend, your mom, like, right. you know, and, and I'm, I've always, I've always kind of tried to take that approach as much as I can. Obviously there's, you know, certain people you talk to that I'm not going to, you know, it would probably be a little insulted if I talked to him that way. Right. But, um, you know, obviously you got to feel every little situation out, but right. Well, yeah, but back to that, I mean, back to what we were originally talking about, I mean, having those with the hobbies, um, you know, like you said, it allow, doing tough things outside of your job allows you to do tough things in your job. Um, but it, it gives you your you time. It uh, gives you time to work on yourself. And, you know, yeah, I love my job. I'm, you love your job. Yeah. But I think. Times I'm. Yeah. There's times I don't love it. <laughs> right. I mean, there, I mean, I shouldn't say right. there's times I don't love it, but there's times that are difficult or I'm like, fuck, it's right. a bad day. Right. You know, but, <laughs> like but, but, it's one of those days where you know, yeah. everything's falling down around you. Yeah. I mean, but it, they, they all, co- they correlate to one another. Like personal growth outside of your job is going to allow you to have business growth. It's going to allow you to focus on those things, you know, like, Hey, all right, I want to better myself as a person, which is ultimately going to better myself as a business person. You know? So, you know, it's just the, having those, having that, hobby having those things that allow you to escape the grind of 
managing a job, being an entrepreneur, like having that, it's just a release that you're not just 100% focused on this. You know, you, it allows you to be more versatile essentially. So yeah, couldn't agree more. Um, anyway, if you want to get into our this, next I'm excited. topic, I'm excited about this. Yeah, so, um, so we thought we'd go over and kind of talk about some major developments that have been happening in St. Louis over the last couple of years and that are continuing to happen and that are currently like under, under construction or, or however you want to say it. But, um, we found this article on St. Louis today or no, St. Louis magazine, um, about, um, the major projects shaping St. Louis right now, just cause you drive, you know, for anybody that's not here, you know, you drive around, I mean, St. Louis is, is very old. I mean, it's, you know, one of the first major cities. I mean, it used to be like one of the, the biggest city. I mean, I think it's used to be like top yeah. 10 biggest cities before I mean, split before the split. Yeah. 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 So, um, but anyway, everything in, in St. Louis, especially like in the city is very like old and dated. Like a lot of the houses that I sell were a lot of them are like years. hundred years old. Yeah. All of, you know, like a lot of them are. Um, so you know, with things yeah. being around for a hundred years, they definitely need to be revamped and right. kind of more modernized. And you know, things have changed and times are changing. So we're seeing a lot of developments around the city, and it really fires me up just because I've just fucking love this place right. and uh, I plan on living here my whole life. I have no no plan of going anywhere anytime soon. So, um, but speaking of that, real quick, the the quality of work done back then like oh, i don't yeah. like my house i don't think my house would ever last 100 years if it made it 50 years yeah i'd be shocked oh yeah dude like this duplex that i'm selling right now i mean i'm pretty sure it was built like 1903 Just and all but, brick like, fucking gorgeous yeah. dude like the the brickwork and like all the detail like yeah. around like all the windows like there's like these like little St. Louis is very unique with its architecture and with yeah. its buildings. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. I'm like, man, this thing is just freaking sweet. Like okay. even the like the cookie cutter houses in St. Louis City, yeah. like they're still like, Yeah, you drive down like uh, you know, like Southampton, you see yeah. like all like the gingerbread houses yeah. with like the pointed roofs and yeah. the you know, like the Holly Hills. Holly Hills and like all that stuff. It's so cool. I will always love that part of St. Louis too. It's just such a little quintessential neighborhood and it's, it's in the city, but it's not in a sketchy part of the city. It, it's, it's just kind of got that just Metro feel of what St. Louis is. And I actually got into a little debate with someone about this online. Someone who apparently lived here for eight years. It's like, I've lived here for 26 years. And they, I was like, St. Louis has a lot of French influence into it. Like I lived in St. Louis eight years. I'd never seen that. It's like, there's Florida lays everywhere. Mm-hmm. I got one fucking tattooed on me because of it. Like <laughs> we literally are like the little cousin of New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans. Yeah. And I was like, on top of that, don't you realize like Missouri was part of like the Louisiana purchase that was owned by the French? St. Louis the, was yeah. French. He was, and, he was French. The pair, like the way it's like French everywhere. It's not Hoosier. It's Hoosier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a video I never out thought there. Lime, but yeah, Lime, we, we say Lime, but it's, it's probably Lime. Yeah. Yeah. Gra- gra- we say Gravoy, but it's, it's Gravoy. Some yeah. deep hot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, but like, it, well, it's funny. There's a video out there. The old Des Perez that, over. That had uh, uh, St. Louis hockey players saying the street names. Of, <laughs> and oh, really? That's oh. great. But guess who said them all right? The French players. Oh, really? Yeah, David Perron. Because, really? I mean, he. He's from Quebec, but that that's yeah, French, French, French Canadian. Canadian. Yeah, and but he he pronounced them all like how they should be pronounced. Really, and yeah, that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> so 
It's like, how do you say Missouri, though? Missouri. You know how we say Missouri. (laughs) Missouri. Just take some peanut butter, stick it to the roof of your mouth, and yeah. God. Yeah, the Missouri one, and that one always bugs me. Yeah, you'd be in, like, your high school waiting for them to, like, hey, you can come visit this university that's in the guidance counselor's office. Like, University of Missouri, Columbia. It's like, we know where she's from. You're from St. Louis, sister. Mm -hmm. She's from the boot hill. Mm -hmm. Uh, anyway, you know, so though we go over this article, kind of talk about some yeah, projects that are going on. There's some really exciting, cool things coming. Is that a Target? Yeah. yeah so there's but, this, uh, so in, they're calling it the Steel, the Steel Coat Square District, but I also found this other article that was calling it the, the Prospect Yards. So I don't know. Where's this what, going? It's right you by. Where the new Top Golf is yeah. in the city? Yeah. It's like, like right just, by Watson's, bro. Yeah. It's like right yeah. by SLU and Watson. That's a decent here. area. Yeah. yeah. And, well, it's, here's, the, here's the area right here. It's. Uh, right there. So Van, it's like a, the square of Shoto, Compton, Laclede, and Van Devender. So like pretty much right on Slew's Even the word Shoto is incredibly French. What? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Laclede. 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 Van Devender. Van Devender. Compton. The Compton's Compton. Yeah. Compton, yeah. Compton South Central. What you talking about, yeah, dog? What you talking about? <laughs> um, but anyway, so um, there's a resurgence happening in this heart of St. Louis. Large scale projects such as City Park, where St. Louis City plays, the Foundry, which is already up, the Armory, which is already up, and Top Golf, which is already up. Um, but apparently, it looks like they're adding uh, what's that? Uh, so they're putting in Target. Uh, yeah, it looks like a Target. Yeah, I don't open up like, a Target. Um, almost looks like lofts too. Yeah, it looks like right here, 199 that, yeah. apartments yeah. with a 70,000 square foot Target. Trying to make Sick. it more like Chicago in a lot yeah. of ways. Because you go to like the heart of Chicago, the, the nicer part of the heart of Chicago, and they have a lot of that. It's like combined living on top Where of they got the like businesses. Above, yeah. above there's like lofts up. and apartments. Like It's cool. It, it, it is kind of crazy seeing, because that's one of the three places yeah, I man. compare it to. It's like Central fuck, West If we lived above Target, that'd be the most dangerous thing ever Jeez. for my fucking wife. <laughs> Gina, I love you. Yeah, um, <laughs> millionaires are going to be living there. You know, it's just... Go yeah. right down to Target. Just go right down to the Target and yeah, spend yeah. all their money. To afford, to afford to live there. Right. So that'll be sick. Um, and, and I've been telling people for years that, like, that's an area of St. Louis, like, where, where Watson's is, like, that Midtown area, I think, especially because this has kind of been in talks for a while. And all the development they've been doing, I've been saying, like, man, you're, like, looking for an area where you're gonna, we're going to see some crazy appreciation over, the, like, the next five to ten years. Right. I would assume. I mean, obviously, I can't predict the future, but I would say, like, I think we would see some some crazy appreciation and home values explode in that area over the next couple of years. Right. Just because, I mean, dude, you ever see anywhere that that's a top, that has a Top Golf and a Target, and things aren't, yeah. you know, it's not a very nice area. Well, white no. people are gonna go crazy. Yeah, I mean, white like people it, are gonna go crazy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, like um, Chesterfield. I mean, yeah, hundred percent. Look what's going on out there. Yeah, so exactly. We'll, that's, we'll, on, we'll, that's on right, the list. On the list. We're gonna get there. Oh yeah. Um, so we got this brick line greenway where I don't exactly know. So it's like it basically, basically they're, what is it? They're making a pathway that's going to connect a bunch of different 10 miles of trails that connect different neighborhoods within St. Louis. So being able to just walk or hop on a bike, um, basic, I mean, you, you see these bigger cities that have those areas where. It's safe to hop on one of the bird, yeah. like the birds, those electric yeah. scooters, mm-hmm. or ride your bike, or walking. Like you know, 
make that's walkable. Yeah, Everything's there's walkable. There's one thing that's St. Louis that we don't yeah. have. It's we don't have we don't have great public transportation Mm-mm. or great no. like like walking trails or like I wouldn't say it's like a very like friendly city for people that are like super active, right? Like, that want to like run or like ride their bikes or I mean, obviously they can just ride it on run and ride on the street, but right. You know, city wise, the county obviously is much more built for being able to be able to walk out in public and all for that. Sure. I w- but this makes me happy because I think of the three of us in the room. I'm probably the most critical of living in St. Louis. I'm honestly for sure that I am. Yeah, you definitely are. Yeah. <laughs> You're over here like, I love it. I never leave. I'm like, where's my beach and my palm trees, baby. But I, I do think that's awesome because although I hate how Chicago is ran, I love going there. Because it's just such a spot of culture in the United States. You go there and it has such a big feel. We're one third the size of Chicago. If we can build out some more of these city limits, like our skyline starts to look like there's a lot more going right. on here. Hopefully that attracts more money and more people that want to innovate in such an affordable right. place. That, and that's what's right. crazy too. It's like we are we are smack dab in the middle of the country. Belly button. Like, yeah. Right in the Belly middle. Belly button. I like yeah. that. Yeah. And it's like we should be a bigger, better city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I love St. Louis. I love being here. I didn't, it wasn't always like that. I didn't really learn that until leaving St. Louis and coming back. Um, but no, like there's, there's so much, there, like it's just a melting pot of so many different cultures. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, there could be, there's so many great things that we could do with the city that we just kind of let go. That you know, we random. didn't keep up with it. We didn't, we, we, you just, I don't know. And I'm, I'm glad that this is happening because there's so many things that we could do at the city to make it the hub of the country being, being smack dab in the middle, like a place of, a you know, like, I don't know. I just, it's also partly though, where you stay too. We're in Oakville right now. Oakville is really well maintained and it's really well ran. Melville, it's Melville bro. <laughs> but the Oakville school Melville, district Oakville. in and of itself is what? worth so much more than where I live or even where my parents are on Ripa. I've been to your home, which is beautiful. We don't wake up in Soulard or by Watson's every day. So when we think about how the folks who live down there, what they have to deal with, their leadership in the city is much different than ours out here in these counties. And that's, so, true. that's that that's that big split, you know, like yeah, the city same, county split. Yeah. So it's such, that's, such that's, a strange thing, right? And the, I think that goes back to the early 1900s. Why? And the, what was the reasoning behind it? Do you know? I think it had to do with taxes. Um, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, you basically take 270. Well, moving a little bit, but mm-hmm. you know, Shrewsbury, and that's all part of the county. But um, I. I uh, there Once you get to River to Pair, that's where it starts. Yeah, I always say River yeah. to Pair is like the the line. There's, there's I mean, it's a little bit before. That's the city that starts the might city. Even, might even be able to pull up an article on that too. Yeah, like it, uh, the split, but they brought it back a couple, probably a couple of years ago. They were talking about merging, joining, it, yeah. merging it again, but it, it's more so like separating of St. Louis City Police and Fire and St. Louis County <laughs> City and Fire. But then you have. St. Louis City, you've got that extra 1% tax you have to pay sure. that you sure. don't have to pay in the county. Um, and that's the thing is, like, if we were to sit down and combine St. Louis City and St. Louis County, we would be one of the largest cities in the country. For sure. We'd be in the top. I think we would probably be. Crime statistics would go down. I want to say. like 100% they would. Right. But I think that's that's another, you know, another reason why that was, like, one of the arguments on why. Like, St. Louis gets a bad rep for being one of the most dangerous cities. But, like. Once you move out of, or once you bring in the counties, it's really, it's not. Yeah. And that, and, and like for me, like growing up here, like I, when I hear St. Louis, like I always think of 
I never really think of it as both. I think yeah. of it as a as a, a whole. whole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But outside but it's of technically divided. Right. Mm-hmm. Outside of Saint of people living in St. Louis, like when they hear St. Louis, it's just they don't realize that there's the, all these surrounding areas that make up St. Louis County and are technically part of St. Louis. Well, and a lot of the people who give us a rap for being so dangerous, they don't understand that that doesn't go down on the south side. That doesn't happen by De Pere and by Omen and by yeah. Watsons. That's Ferguson, which is North County, which is tough. Like, you want to go to a dangerous place, go there. Or they're talking about East St. Louis, which isn't even part of Missouri. It's not even right. St. Louis, yeah. But it's still called East St. Louis. And Just, when you go there, it's like, I feel like I'm driving on 8 Mile. Yeah. It's horrifying. For all the, I mean, there's nothing but... You know, strip clubs and dilapidated homes. Yeah. They don't have a police department, do they? Uh, no, apparently, no. I think they do have like. Well, I know a buddy of mine. He worked. I can't remember which. It was one of like the three letter agencies. I want to say it was like the FBI, but he he was like working for them, and he had like their headquarters was in Saw Jay, which oh, is what so their like little area that they were in. And members like were telling me that I was like that was, St. Louis. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's kind of. Like a weird place for the hiding in plain sight. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Ain't nobody coming out. I mean, who knows? This, this was fucking five years ago. Now, now that I think about it, so who even knows if that's like even there anymore? Who knows? But I remember him telling me that, and I was like, "Whoa, that's weird." Yeah. Um, they're just crazy. I wouldn't expect right. it to be there. Right. I expect him to be on like fucking Clayton or something. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um. Anyway, so our next project, the uh, Gateway South. Scroll up which, a little bit. Oh, there we go. There, sorry. Yeah. So just south of the highway there and south of the arch, they're going to build all like I've seen the plans on. It. I'm surprised they don't have the nice picture stuff. of that up there of the plans, but like more apartments and lofts and condos and shopping and, mm-hmm. you know, pathways. Cause you can't, like, well, that, that area definitely could use, right. use a, use a, a lift Face facelift lift. for sure. Well, I mean, I love that we have the, you know, we have a national park in the slap dab in the middle of our, in the middle of our city, City. you know, like right under the arch, which is, you know, I always forget about, like, I never really go there too often, but I mean, we obviously we know people that live there. Mm -hmm, Um, We see it on their stores all the time. (laughs) To believe that they're only paying like 20, I think they pay like 22 for their two bedroom loft that is literally right there next to the arch. Right. And that cost of living is ridiculous. That's like, that is, it is, it's almost insulting how cheap it is here. Affordable is a better. Do you mentioned it talking about the skyline? I mean that that is a whole. That's the whole picture of St. Louis downtown. St. Louis. That's it. Yeah, not a lot. I saw the U.S. Bank building. That that building with a green Purina top. Yeah, the Purina building. Yep. So it's just. I mean, there's there could be so much more. And what you know, one thing too that you might start seeing now that a lot of these, some of these businesses went to work from home and kind of staying that way you might see some of these larger like business buildings turned into luxury condos, condos or apartments would make sense that'd be so, cool yeah i mean you buy, turn, the, buy the money for sure i mean you you never know you yeah. might it might be one of those things where like hey you pay two grand a month here run out the house but yeah. i'm near all the stuff i like to be near right yeah that ballpark building down there you've got stadium you got station which isn't too far away uh what is it enterprise enterprise, enterprise. down there yeah peabody opera so, house yeah yeah um stifle theater stifle 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 yeah which is, that used to be the peabody right. yeah now it's stifle oh it's not the peabody anymore i haven't been there in like 10 years I've seen a couple old stand-ups there yeah i saw burt kreischer there oh yeah i saw tom segura there i think burt then kreischer. you just saw shane gillis yeah i just saw him did, did he did he do his uh Trump jokes? 
Uh, yeah, he did his Trump impression. It was yeah. good. <laughs> did he say the Rand, did he do the Rand Paul was ugly joke? Uh, no. Oh. It was great, though. It was, yeah, man, anybody, I mean, I'm a huge fan. Of, that's, like, my favorite thing to go see is go it's see comedy. a stand-up, stand-up yeah. comedy. And yeah. uh, so any major comedian that comes to town, I'm really there. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, Shane Gillis was here, what, like, two or three weeks ago. Me and Gina went. I completely forgot that I even bought tickets because I bought tickets for it like six months ago. Really? All of a sudden, I was like reminded like two days before, and I was like, "Fuck, I completely so, forgot." I mu- he must he must be a fan, like a real oh, estate dude. fan favorite because I got on social media that night, and <laughs> like so obviously social media, I've got a ton of real estate agents right. that I follow and all that. I think I probably saw on probably probably twenty different real estate agents really stories being at Shane. Oh, Gillis. he's great, dude. Yeah. So anybody, I recommend anybody that's you know, likes to laugh. Yeah. He's coming to your, uh, <laughs> coming to your city. Go, go see him. Cause man, I really want to make a trip to Austin. That's like, that's like a, something go to I really, Rogan's yeah, place. Dude, that would be amazing. That's something I've always, I've like, man, I've been really fucking wanting to do that. Hey, Joe Rogan, have us on your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll come. Yeah. We'll be uh, there. Yeah. We'll be there. Um, we're you know, interested. Go see, go see kill, kill Tony and then like go to yeah. a kill Tony show yeah. and go and go to like hang out at the mothership and for a couple nights. Oh, fucking love that that'd be amazing i love i love stand-up that's like my favorite thing to watch it's just like i like i was telling murph recently like concerts like you're you know you go to like you're real into like live music and i used to go to like a lot of live music when i was mm-hmm. younger but like now that's pretty much all i ever go and see yeah. is like stand-up shows in and of themselves are whatever like i'll go to a show but i i don't go out i don't really have many things that i spend money on I like to spend money on experiences. So I, I fully embrace the festival thing just because it's so immersive. Like if I go to see, if I could go see comedians for three days straight yeah, I would love that. while having a suggestive <laughs> state of mind while yeah. I did it, bet your ass I'd do it. For sure. But, like a stage coach for comedians. Well, they do that like comedy festivals. They do comedy festivals. Um, just for laughs comedy fest. I think that one's in, I think that could be something we could all do together. I'd be all over that. I'm yeah, all you'll go see comedy, but you won't go rave with me. <laughs> Motherfuckers. I mean, yeah. fuck. Yeah, I'm kidding. Well, dude. I mean, I'm about to not be going anywhere after we have the second baby. Yeah, I, just bought tickets I don't know. With, with, I've, I've been to some, I've been to some EDM concerts and afterwards I just feel like my brain's just rattling. Just That's the best part. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> My eyes are shaking. Nah, the best part's when you melt into the bed of your hotel and you know you've got two more days ahead of you and then you will have to go back to your regular life. Yeah. You will be miserable. <laughs> Can't you just live here? But eh. um, Anyway, so, let's look at our, our next uh So this one's been spot. going on for a while. This is the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, which is awesome that it's coming to St. Louis. Like again, smack dab in the middle of the country, perfect place for it. And the amount of jobs and that's going to create, not just with the building of it, but also the people coming in that are going to be coming to work. So I guess this is like kind of up by like Boeing and all that. It's yeah, it's north. It's north of the city because like if you look at the picture, yeah. you can see the yeah, dome yeah. in the background. It's in north. It's going to be in North County, mm. and they're expecting you know what is it one point seven billion western their western headquarters. Like yeah, wow. it is going to be awesome. Employees uh, arrive in 2026. 26. Oh yeah, they've huh. been working on this for a while. Jesus. So, but yeah, I mean, again, look, they're in an area that needs some development, re- redevelopment, sure. you know, and and you know, just ima- like that's where a lot of dilapidated. Like the, I was talking to an investor a couple of years ago that was going through and buying properties up there, and he was getting for like seven, eight thousand dollars a house. What? Uh, yes. 
Yes. Like, put the, I'm, I'm telling you, like, almost, like, it was like a teardown, rebuild type yeah. thing. But it was a lot of those old row, brick mm-hmm. row homes. And I'm like, that is so, that's so smart. But your return on your investment's not going to happen for a year. I mean, this was like three years ago. Because yeah. they've been doing, working on this for a long, for a while now. Right. And he was looking at places up there. And it was just, I'm like, that's a really smart idea. And I don't know how long, long it's going to, I don't know how long it's going to take you to get all these homes and things redone and built, but that would be amazing because, you know, it's going to be close to where they're at. And again, it's just an area that needs to be, you know, revamped. Yeah. And needs it. I think that's going to help. Now, is he, is he, did he rehab those homes or did he tear them down? I don't think he, he never, cause he called, he's like, yeah, I want to get a lot. I'm like, buddy, just. Take a home equity line on credit, get your house, bro, and like pay for it. Getting cash. a loan for yeah. six thousand dollars. Like, we can't even like, do a loan that low. Yeah. Like it's so. I'll loan you six grand. Yeah, okay. yeah. right. Just well, yeah, give me some know. interest. Exactly. So, but he was. They were more like he's wanting to buy it, mix in the construction on that. I'm like, go get a hard money loan. Yeah. Better off for it for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, 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 see, like behind it. Yeah. Well, that's that's basically where those homes were that he was going to go and completely redo, and that's yeah. awesome. Like it needs to be done, so that'll be a big one coming in twenty twenty six. Right, next one, Delmar, the Delmar Maker, Maker District. District. So is this going to be like by the Delmar Market? Yeah, it says so, right here, just east of the Delmar Loop. The Delmar Maker District is picking up momentum. New additions have sprouted up near the Third Degree Glass Factory, Magic House, and Made for Kids and Craft Alliance, including <laughs> Makers Local. Multi-use facility housing Alpha Brewing. So, Second location for Steve's Hot Dogs yeah. and spinoff of the Fountain on Locust. Like they're going to be putting some restaurants in there. Cool. Looks um, very artsy-fartsy. Yeah. It does. But, again, yeah. adding it. I mean, the, the loop, the loop, yeah, the loop's pretty cool. It's an artsy, bro. U City's, U City's such a weird spot, man. I've, I've got several listings. I've sold several houses over there, especially over the last two years. It's just, it's so, it can be. There's some areas of U City that are so freaking nice and gorgeous, and you see million dollar homes, but then like two blocks, two over. blocks down, it's like a fucking does not look. It's like how I don't understand how that's so close to you know this area. That's well, it's gentrification. Yeah, I guess. They take low-income areas. Well, actually, South Park did a whole spoof on this. They called it Soto Sopa. It was like the villages near Kenny's house because, you know, Kenny, yeah. he's yeah. poor. Right. right. And so the idea is is that typically a bunch of affluent, usually pretty well-off and privileged people or just developers, they come mm-hmm. through, they do what your friend did, which is buy super cheap properties, and they turn them into these artsy-fartsy districts that attract, I hate to say this, hipsters. Right, 100%. That's exactly what I am. I mean, this looks like the villages at Kenny's house. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, that's definitely is what's going on for sure. But it, hey, it I mean, fits, it fits the loop though. It fits the loop. Mm-hmm. You know, all right, loops definitely like an artsy fartsy kind of area, which I have no problem with. No, no. I'm, I'm, I fit right in with that. I think so. I'm into all the that pageant, kind of, the pageants. I love, going I love the pageant. pageants. It's like one pageants of the best awesome. venues in town. Yeah. This thing, this, this is sick. Yeah. Um. Bad. So I didn't even know anything nice. about this until we, yeah. we pulled up this article. But uh, oh, this they've been going. This has been talked about for at least a couple of years now. Really, yeah, I didn't know anything t- about it. Twenty twenty six. Yeah, they bought a ton of acreage a few years ago back up in, or four hundred twenty five acres in North County. So like it's way way north. up there. Yeah. Like it's got to be if it's four hundred twenty five acres. Like I'm talking like directly across from Alton. 
Oh wow. North. Yeah, it's way up there. Um and so yeah, they're they're turning it into like a safari. Safari. And there it's like right on the river. Right on the river. My thing is is like, why don't you get get some hippos up there that hop in the hop in the river and they start making their way down. (laughs) Bro. Especially you don't want hippos getting loose at all. Those those are more they're they're responsible for more human deaths than any other animal on the planet. They're mean. But yeah, I mean that's the thing though, is like it's just going to be like this wildlife preserve where you can go through and take safaris. And I mean, looking at this picture, it looks like they're building a restaurant where you can actually like the giraffes, where the giraffes can, can, can like come and stick their, their head, head up, up on the balcony yeah, and like feed them and stuff. Uh huh. And so 230 million experiment. So, so yeah. So likely house such animals as giraffes, rhinos, zebras, gazelles, antelope, camels, and ostriches. Uh, guess we'll be able to take safaris through woodlands and savanna, feed the giraffes, and stay. And add, they're adding luxury cabins. Huh. Damn, this is sick. So what is it? Opens in 2026. So, yeah. Slated. Slated. No, slated that part's slated to open in 2027. The 2.8-acre destination oh, discovery slated to open in 26 on the former site of Emerson Citizen Zoo, the zoo's existing forest park location. Include providing a place where visitors can watch macaws fly overhead mm. and see a ta- Tasmanian devil up close. Explore Shh. underground tunnel systems. That's awesome. Shout out to St. Louis Zoo for being great and free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like one of two zoos in the country that are free. San Diego, the other one? No. No. Uh, I think it's somewhere in Washington. Yeah, I'm not um, sure which one it is, but no, you have to pay to get to San, Di- San Diego yeah, Zoo. San Diego is going to cost money no matter yeah, what. We go to... And we go to the zoo all the time. Yeah. We're big zoo and goers like, for like sure. The, 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 not just the fact that the animals and stuff, but like the things that they do, like the, where they bring in all the breweries and you can oh, walk yeah. around and, and, you know, drink at the zoo and they put on a concert at right. night or the, the lights. The zoo light. Yeah. That yeah was the always Christmas a, lights. That was always yeah. a tradition me and Gina would do Ho- every year. Halloween. Holiday, holiday lights every year. Yeah. Halloween. I've been to a, been to a wedding there. Like even when you walk in, just like the, the, the main little room that you walk into, like, the way that they've decorated and have it set up. Like the fact that they have that giant squid suspended, yeah. you can look at it, it has like a beak and everything. I'm yeah. like this place. And honestly, you go into like the reptile room and the inside. Well, it's ins- a legit fucking zoo. Oh, if you go sure. into the, the insect house, they have a bird eating spider in there really? and it will hang up on the glass and you will like see its fangs. It could cover your whole face, bro. <laughs> it's still my foot though. Then, and then it the new your face, the <laughs> new like kids playground with the monkeys. Have you guys seen yeah. that? Yeah. We can like walk through it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, yeah, we've, mm. we went to, I mean, we, like I said, we go to the zoo all the time. So, yeah, there was this one day where, I, I can't remember if it was me or Gina, this monkey didn't like, but it was like, <laughs> it, like, this dude started from, like, way up here, and he, like, like, jumped from, like, thing to thing, and then, like, you know, it's like, there's nets, mm-hmm. so he, like, came at me, like, <laughs> for real? Yeah, and then, like, landed on the net, and, like, I mean, if the net was not there, he would have, like, latched onto my face. Probably. You want to roll, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, no, but it was, it was great. I mean, I, like, for sure, like, jumped back. Right. Because he was, like, coming at us, you oh, know, yeah. but it was, uh, yeah, he, like, flew through the air, like, with, like, one of these, where he, like, spider monkeyed, and, like. I'll tell you, one of the coolest experiences that I've had at the zoo, and it was a birthday gift. Going behind the scenes and what the penguins? Oh, really? Oh, so much. Penguins are my favorite. I just fucking stink, penguins are cool. Yeah, they, dude. They stink, but <laughs> was, going in that, going in that ride, we we do it every uh, time, oh, yeah. unless the lines like wrapped around the building. Right. But I'm like, man, like, yeah, I, I don't know. It stinks. It, in there. Like I said, it was a birthday present and, uh, that an ex took me to. It was 
awesome. We went and, and hung out and played with the penguins and then fed the, like all the behind the scenes stuff that you don't get to see. And it was like, well, it was like an hour and a half long, but you know, you sit on the ground, they bring in some penguins and they're like, don't reach for the penguins, let them come to you. And you know, they'll, they'll walk around and they'll just like, look at you and heads turn waddle around. Yeah. <laughs> Next one. Uh, Westport Plaza. That's I mean, Westport's always been in my, yeah, it's I've always, always been popping. Yeah. You know, I mean, just, they've always been developing over mm-hmm. there. I mean, at least that long as I can remember, my mom works at the Westport Sheridan for like 20 years. Yeah. And you've got, you've, I mean, you've got, uh, Westport social over there. Right. You have uh train wreck saloon. Um, and then like worldwide technologies just has oh, their, their has HQ a, they have their headquarters there. Um, I forget who else is. There's a couple other big businesses over there, but they, they just did rooftop three. They just did a 360 bar there that just opened very recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but yeah, I mean, it's just a, and it's all condensed. It's right there. And yeah. So just them continuing to, add to that is just a whole nother like it's it's, it's weird because we've got like different pockets you've got westport you've got chesterfield now that's blowing up you've got the central west end then you have the city and you know there's so many like little areas yeah, of little, pockets. And little neighborhoods it's like you know uh my business partner when he was he had never been to st louis um until recently and so we bought this property back in the summer and uh you know when he was here i like wanted to make a point to like really kind of like show give him. show him around and like right. let me explain to you like the there's every like little neighborhood has their own little thing <laughs> and like, all right, now we're on the hill. You know, right. This is the Italian neighborhood. Look at the fire hydrants. You know, like the fire hydrants are painted like the Italian flag. The best neighborhood. Thank you. Yeah, the best yeah. neighborhood. Yeah, whatever. Um, you know, this is Dogtown. <laughs> this is like the Irish yeah. neighborhood. This That's is Dutchtown. This is the rough neighborhood. <laughs> you the, know? the hill used to be all Europeans, though. Yeah. Right. For what it's worth. Dutch, well, Irish, French. Well, yeah. I mean, and Italian. then they just kind of created their own little pockets but if yeah we look, all kind of segregated into yeah. our own little right, colonies right. based on like where you're right. right well it's just i was just trying to show them like hey there's you know this is so this is the county this is the city when you, when i say county think like suburbs right you know like mm-hmm. this is the suburbs but it's technically still st louis you know yeah. like it's st louis city st louis <laughs> county i know we kind of went into that whole yeah. county city thing but uh, it was something that i was i feel like it's just I didn't, you know, it's not weird to me no. because we've been here our right. whole lives, but like, well, I guess when explaining you go, it explain to someone, someone else, like, oh, you yeah. guys don't have that. That's, right. that's just our thing. Huh? Yeah. Why does everyone <laughs> ask you where you went to high school? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, why does it, it's just so it's people cool. know exactly what part of St. Louis you're from and odds are they knew somebody that went there 100%. to start a conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, 100%. so, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, yeah. Um, but I always tell people, I'm like, if you're going to come visit or if you're going to come to St. Louis, you got to come for at least a week to really explore the different areas and yeah. do the different, like really get like, I mean, where else can you go? You can great Bosnian food, amazing Thai food. You've got on uh, Cherokee street, which is Mexican where Mexico, all the, like the great Mexican restaurants. Uh, you got the hill with the hill, all, the all the Italian, Italian restaurants. Like you could spend a day at each. Oh, hundred percent. Ballpark village would probably take you a day. Yeah. Like yeah. if you really wanted Ballpark, to enjoy Ballpark awesome. Village, you'd need the whole day. Right. Well, and that's the thing. Like same thing with yeah. like Central West End. I, I love the Central West End. Like I think the Central West End is great. Like so many cool places. Like there's this one place, Evangelines, which is like a New Orleans style bar, and there's not a lot of people. Like well, I, amazing. I mean, every time I'm in there, like it, it doesn't seem like a ton of people know about it. Maybe like the people of Central West End know about it, but it's awesome. But they have like I'm talking like old like swing music jive music going on there awesome the bar is great the manager's back there running it running the show and he's cool as shit like get you fucked up yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh 
you know? And so no, it's just, it's a cool, and their food is great. It's French food. Um, they got amazing beignets. Oh, so good. They have this one that's like, like, weren't like, it's got this orange zest to it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to slobber all over this mic. I can yeah, taste it now, but good. no, it's just, it's, it's a great place. And there's a lot of places like that. And partial, you know, I was, you've got St. Children's hospital there. That's where I was born. And then my very first day out of the hospital, my parents had me in a bucket seat or a pumpkin seat, whatever they call it, called it back then. And I was sitting placed on the bar of Tom's bar and grill. Like that was my dad's <laughs> place. My dad lived in the central West end when him and my mom, like he had a condo when he first met and like Tom's bar and grill was his cheers bar. His, his and spot. so, yeah. So like my mom, when she, he didn't back then it was before cell phones and he didn't have a, a landline. So she needed to get a hold of him. She would leave a message at Tom's bar and grill because she knew that he was going to be there. And so, yeah, that, that was like their thing. And I grew up in Tom going to Tom's. And so, but yeah, my, what was that? I guess third day on earth. I was on, yeah, I was, Tom's bar. I, I was on the bar at Tom's. Hell yeah. <laughs> Only that was, foresh- that. that was a foreshadow for what to come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right. Next one, Crestwood crossing. Yeah. I drive by this one all the freaking oh, time. Yep. It's uh so they put this new Deerbergs in where the old uh Crestwood Mall used to be. Like, RIP. I remember going to that. Yeah, RIP Crestwood yeah. Mall. I remember going to that as a kid. Heck yeah. Um, you know, they tore that down, they built a whole big McBride neighborhood behind it, and then they built this Deerbergs up directly across the street from a Schnucks, Schnucks. <laughs> which I think is fucking hilarious. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know, uh Deerbergs and Schnucks, they're they're two separate companies. And they're um, two they're main both like local grocery stores that are all over St. Louis. Um, so Schnooks is one, Deerbergs is the other. So there was a Schnooks literally right across the street, and then they decided to build this giant brand new Deerbergs across the street from this that giant one. fuck you. Yeah, yeah. it's basically like a giant fuck you. And now, <laughs> now I know that that Schnooks like went in and like revamped like in preparation yeah. for it. Like we're not, you know, we're not getting beat out here yeah. by the the new nice one. Well, you know, but do you know what that is reminding me of? It's almost like a new town. Like yeah. they're doing up like a new town style. Yeah, the the the, the style of the houses yeah. are weird. They're like flat roof. Yeah, like... you, and they've got they've got the like the the townhouse like the townhouses mm-hmm. that you that are mixed in with your single family homes and right. they don't like look, the ro- it's a row, weird, row homes. It's not what I was expecting. No, I was expecting them to build like like kind of. I mean, it's Crestwood. It's a very nice area. It's Lindbergh School District, one of the school districts that's like mm-hmm. super desirable here in St. Louis and. Um, you know, I, I, that was not what I was expecting when I was in, especially for the price of those homes. They're, right. they're not like, they're starting out, you know, pretty high for, right. for what I think you're getting. And, uh, but I mean, it is because you're paying for that location because it's, right. you know, it's prime real estate. And then um, let's be honest too, the builder that's building it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah well, just going to leave that there. Yeah. We're just going to leave that there. <laughs> we're not going to touch that one. Yeah. But anyway. We've got a closing with them later, so yeah. let's not talk too much shit. <laughs> I want to get paid it's not, first. It's, it's not too late. They can still cut your ass yeah, out I'm of sure it. Yeah, I'm sure they'll try to <laughs> they'll figure, figure out, out a way. way. They'll figure out a way to cut my ass out of the deal. Yeah. Um, all we, right. What we got here? 39 North. What is Is this the... This is a Creek Core. Oh. So this it was 600-acre ag tech innovation district is taking shape after years of discussion and seven regional organizations coming together to create the district. The idea behind the 600 acre campus is to foster a regional hub for ag tech talent mix. That's a tongue twister with a mix of rent with a mix of residential office, retail and outdoor space. So it's called 39 North. So 
picture looks pretty sweet. Yeah, I don't um, know where that's. Is that like up by City Place? And I, don't, I don't know where you can find 600 acres in. In Creve Corps. In Creve Corps. That's a, a lot of fucking that's space. That's a lot of land. I don't like, know where they're doing that. Unless but. it's unless it's like, what's what is it? Scott Gallagher Soccer Park that's out there. Is that what that is? Or what, yeah. Or is that that Luffy? One of the there's that big soccer park out there. You've got the yeah. there's like that like a little tiny airport I think in there. Right. Like all that like north of. <clears throat> I wonder if this is like north of three sixty four. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. Is that still Creve Core? Oh, I think that would be more know. Mellon Heights. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where 600 acres are, but damn, that's fucking cool. Yeah, cool. Sweet. Uh, yeah. Um, St. Charles. Yeah, they've been um, doing that whole thing with where, like, casinos and all of that stuff is with, um, I don't know what they call it now, uh, or narwhals. Like, yeah. basically, it's like the new, it's like across from, across the highway from where Old Town St. Charles right. is. Yeah, well, it's on the other side of it from the casino. Yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. Is that Hollywood? Mm-hmm. Right? No, um, no. Ameristar. Ameristar. Fuck, I always get them mixed yeah. up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they got that whole, what, what they call that area, where they, like, they have all those restaurants and mm-hmm. stuff. And yeah, so it looks it's like they're just name. continuing to build, yeah, build onto that. Yeah, build that up. And, uh, you know, that new chicken and pickle place yep. opened up. I definitely want to go check that out. I saw some oh. people there the other day on my That's, stories. It looks, looks sweet. The ambitious. So 120 acres. Again, where the fuck are they coming up with all this land? Um, but reimagines the riverfront with office buildings, 500 apartments, 150 hotel units, 100,000 square feet of riverfront restaurants and retail. Damn. Likely incorporating rooftop patios. One thing, there's some good rooftop patios here in St. Louis. There are gardens sure. to take advantage of the lake. I mean, I guess really, if it's we a pretty view to, there, I yeah. mean, it is. You what's know, the, looking, that's the Missouri River there, right? Yeah. Now. What's and what's the trail that that runs through there that runs all the way across the uh, um, uh, states. Um, fuck, I know what you're talking Lewis about. Lewis and Clark, or no? Fuck, is that trail? I know what you're talking yeah. about. But I don't know the name of Creek it. Creek No, no, there's like a big St. ass Charles. trail that like runs across everywhere. Yeah. Um, Katie Trail. Katie Trail. Katie that's trail. it. Okay. Anyway. So yeah, but that'll be sick. Yep. Um, I definitely want to go check out. We gotta go check out that chicken and pickle place. Yeah, looks fun. Um, all right, last one. Uh, downtown Chesterfield. They've been uh, really revamping that over the last, you know. That's, that whole area has been constantly being worked on because from the time I was real young because they had Chesterfield Ice Rink mm-hmm. and that where, the, where Top Golf is now. Mm-hmm. And, and through those years, they built up, you know, what is that down there now? They call that the outlets. The, well, they got the outlets. Outlet yeah. Um, the valley, just valley, the, the yeah. valley is what they called it. And That's the whole area. I would, actually, yeah, no, I would consider that, that sh- the whole area on the other side of the yeah, highway. Yeah. And what's, I mean, this is what this in our, our corporate office, our Midwest corporate office oh, yeah. is right the there. Guild yeah. Right yeah. there. We've got that wedge building with, and like right behind it, they just built the factory and they took yeah. those outlets and they turned to, they're turning it. And I think this is part of it. And then one thing that's cool too, on the other side up airport road, on on the other side, the of, other where, side of the yeah. Highway. So as you shoot up that way, they're building like a big sound production stage over there where people can like, like you're seeing recording artists will come in and practice and house stuff for their big tours. Sweet, like a big sound state like studio. Cool. Uh, it's all being built over there. I just found that out a couple of weeks ago. But they 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 got Maryville Ice Rink that's over there, um, and then you got the other outlets a little further up. But yeah, it's. 
I mean, they're just they're they've got the apartments that they're building up. They've got the new subdivisions and all that that's going in over there. I mean, there's a lot the new of new forehands thing just yeah, went in. Yeah, the that's hub, over the, the hub. It, yeah, yeah, over there by by the which is the old outlets that are right there by Top Golf. Right. So they close that down now. So so they're turning it into. What's weird? It was all so retail. Weird to me that they built two outlet malls in Chesterfield, like at the same time, like a mile away from each other. The one, the hub. Now that was the first one. Right. And then the other one, which is further up, um, they built that one next. But I, I don't know. That was all retail. Now it's all going to be service oriented places. Okay. So yeah. So like I don't know. Basically like another ballpark village, but in Saint or in, out, in eat, Chesterfield, whatever. Yeah. So it's it's pretty cool, and they got that main event place, I think, which is owned by Chris Pronger, right, former blues player. Um, which is pretty is cool. That, it's is great. that a music venue? No, it's um, it's like a a, a more high scale arcade place for kids. Okay, I haven't. Even so they've got that. like a, a, an arcade part or arcade place in there. They've got a really big area for a, like that's a sports bar, and then they've got bowling in the back. They got okay. House See, of, I, I thought it. I was like, it's weird that they're putting another venue right next to the factory. Because the factory's, I mean, that's. Cool place to go see. That's really cool. Like super intimate. I mean, we're gonna be going there yeah. in a little bit to go yeah. see the our last night. Yeah. Pump. And oh, so yeah. that'll be fun. I'm excited for that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that that whole area has been worked on, has been being worked on for years. Yeah. So but sounds cool, like uh, yeah, student. Lots of got, cool shit going on. Yeah, St. Louis is gonna so, be be popping over the, the next few years. Yeah, man. It's exciting to see. Buy the real estate now before it gets too expensive, you know? Exactly. (laughs) And if there's anything we can do to help you, let us know. Um, But anyway, I think that's a a good spot for us to wrap up today, guys. Um, It's a good episode. Absolutely. Um, Remember, follow us on Instagram at Zach underscore Vegas and STL underscore Mortgage Nerd. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Tell a friend if you guys got something out of the episode. We'll see you next time. (laughs) 